for joining the call. Uh, is this Dr. Cootie? Yes. Oh, hi. Is this Kevin? Yes. We will get started momentarily. Just uh, make sure everyone's on the line. Thank you. Otherwise, those who introduced themselves, we got you earlier. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Robert Craig. I'm Executive Director of Citizen Action of Wisconsin. And we're, I'm glad you're on the call to hear about a way that we can save uh, Wisconsin healthcare consumers a great deal of money in out-of-pocket costs, which is the cost that uh, a health consumer pays after their premium to actually use medical care. Uh, and joining me on the call is going to be uh, State Senator Chris Larson, um, Dr. Kasavan Kuti from the American College of Physicians, and Kevin Kane, our organizing director, who uh, led the research on this project. And so I'm going to describe very briefly what this is and why it matters, turn over to Senator Larson and then Dr. Kuti, and then Kevin Kane is going to finish, and he's going to dig more deeply than I do into the actual numbers here. Um, so just to set the scene here, as everyone knows, now that we we have the Affordable Care Act and there's a health insurance marketplace where every year people who don't have good insurance at work or for any reason need to buy insurance um, on their own, have a marketplace where they can choose plans every year during open enrollment. And so right now, all the planning is being done for 2017. We're in the middle of the 2016 plan year. And there's been a lot of concern uh, nationally, but even more in Wisconsin, about very high deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance, other charges you pay to use your insurance. And, in fact, in Wisconsin, there's been a 47% increase in deductibles between 2015 and 2016. So this is a serious problem where some people are not taking vital medications, not uh, going to see doctors or specialists, simply because they can't afford co-pays or deductibles that often are over $1,000 on average for prescription drugs and over 3000 a year on average uh, for other medical care under the plans offered in the Wisconsin marketplace. And we know in Wisconsin this is specifically a problem even more than everywhere else because we have the second highest health insurance cost in the country, in the United States, according to recent research. And so... One uh, development is that the federal government is, has, has put together plan designs which are more affordable for consumers. We call them out-of-pocket um, cost, uh, low out-of-pocket um, uh, cost health care plans. They're also referred to as standard plans. And under these plans, the prescription drug co-pays and deductibles for uh, high-value drugs and for, the, for generic drugs are zero and there's also zero deductible uh, for, for, for doctor's visits or specialist visits, for example, and other medical care that's high value and keeps people healthy. And so what we are doing is, because the state is not mandating this, there are some states like California that are mandating these plans be offered, we are encouraging health insurance companies to offer these low out-of-pocket cost uh, health plans. And uh, they have till July 22nd of uh, this month to actually put forward to the Office of Commissioner of Insurance in Wisconsin, what plans they'll be offering. And so we think that, the, and Kevin will get into the exact numbers, but it would save uh, consumers in Wisconsin hundreds of billions of dollars without increasing premiums. The research shows that premiums do not go up for these plans. Uh, so it would make health insurance and health care in Wisconsin much more affordable. Um, in addition, it would also it benefit these companies in terms of their uh, level of enrollment because the federal government, to encourage these plans, will put those plans at the top of the search page when people shop for insurance next year on healthcare.gov. So the insurance companies that choose to do this will get 
greater enrollment, uh, but at the same time, they'll, they'll be offering plans that are far more affordable to actually use, and we'll have a lot fewer people making choices between needed prescription drugs and making their house payment, uh, paying for food, paying for college for their kids, and uh, in addition to that, people will be healthier because they'll get needed drugs, needed medical care, and we won't have as many un- unnecessary visits to the emergency room or for heroic intervention at the hospital when people get very sick uh, for not getting the care they need or, or taking the medications they need. So that's what we're proposing. We- it's very simple. We're- we want every single Wisconsin health insurance company uh, to offer these plans for 2017 and to propose to do so in a couple weeks at the deadline. So with that... I'm going to hand it over to Senator Larson, and then we'll you'll get more details on the report and the number savings from Kevin Kane at the end of the call. But Senator Larson, you've worked really hard on health care costs for years as a legislator. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Robert, and uh, thank you for your work and the work of uh, Citizen Action, uh, continuing to unveil how Wisconsinites can save money um, on, on insurance and uh, as well as other aspects of life. Um, if there's just simple changes that are made legislatively, if uh, if we had a if we have a legislature that's looking out for uh, people's interests, so uh, we appreciate your work and I appreciate uh, being invited to take part in this call. Um, unfortunately, uh, because we can't always count on the insurance industry to base their decisions on what's good for consumers rather than what their bottom line is, uh, it's clear that legislative inter- intervention is needed at this point. Uh, in fact, a previous citizen action report found that Wisconsinites, uh, as Robert mentioned, may be paying up to $1,000 more per year for health insurance than our neighbors in Minnesota. Uh, this alarming realization uh, shows that it's more expensive to be healthy in Wisconsin than many other places in the nation. Um, this prompted uh, myself and my Democratic colleague and the Assembly Representative, uh, Deb Colstey, to introduce a piece of legislation to try and combat the rising costs so we are not among the highest in the nation. Um, this bill, which we introduced almost a year ago, uh, sought to strengthen our rate review process. Um, now, currently, for those of you that don't know, currently Wisconsin operates under a file and use system. Um, what that means is that insurance plans are not required, insurance companies are not required to apply for approval. Um, they can, uh, when they increase rates, instead the carriers are only required to file rates with the governor's insurance commissioner within 30 days of when they'll use them. Uh, and unfortunately, the Walker administration has never challenged a rate increase. Uh, they have sat on their hands and taken a backseat approach to our state's high health care costs. Um, I think that's remarkable, right? Some of these rates have, have, have gone up double digits in the last few years um, and has brought us to being among the highest costs for health care in the nation, and yet they, they have not used this power. So we, uh, we put this bill forward, the bill that uh, we introduced would have changed the status quo and required Walker's insurance commissioner to ensure that health insurance rates are not excessive and unjustified, making sure that it's clear that this is uh, the office of commissioner of insurance is not a spectator, that they are a participant in this game. Um, the bill would have uh, also increased accountability and transparency by ensuring all rate increases of health insurers are published publicly and would have required required uh, prior authorization uh, by the Office of Commission of Insurance uh, before allowing rates to increase. Uh, as seen in other states, like our neighbor Minnesota, having a transparent rate review process with strong public 
uh, oversight and scrutiny provides necessary checks and balances needed to ensure premium rates are not excessive, uh, which is what we've experienced here in Wisconsin. Uh, unfortunately, the bill we introduced was never given a public hearing in the Republican-controlled committee, despite uh, hundreds of Wisconsinites sending a letter to the committee chair asking him to hold a hearing on this, right? Not necessarily passing the bill, not necessarily moving it forward in the legislative process, but just having a hearing so we can have a discussion publicly about our high insurance rates um, about this bill, if there's other options of what we can do about it. Um, Folks who wrote in are, are uh, let me cite one of them. There's a woman, Carla from La Crosse, who said, Wisconsin needs to take measures to limit excessive increases in health insurance rates. I get very little health care because even paying insurance premiums and having coverage, I still end up paying 90% of my health care service bill. I cannot afford high premiums and turn around and pay for health care too. Uh, so people like Carla are suffering, um, and that's just one of many examples. Uh, state legislators in the Walker administration have a responsibility to take action in ways that can reduce health care costs for people so they can get the care they need without having to choose high health care services um, over their rent or groceries or other, other needs. Um, and again, a big thank you to Citizen Action for your work on this pressing topic and the release of your newest report today, highlighting how insurers can help lower the burden of hard, for hardworking Wisconsinites by offering a low out-of-pocket health care plan. Uh, this plan option could help address the high cost of health care for consumers uh, while also allowing people to have access to timely care. Uh, this would likely also likely reduce the need for excessive emergency room visits and have an overall positive effect on the industry and our health. I uh, look forward to continuing to try and push on um, bills like rate review and other options uh, to advocate for the uh, for, for these low-cost plans uh, to be used by introducing legislation uh, to strengthen our state's rate review process. Thank you very much, Senator Larson, for that and for all that context. Um, I'm going to next turn to Dr. Cootey uh, to make a brief statement. Then we'll have Kevin Kane, our organizing director, dig into the data a little more. So, uh, Dr. Cootey from the American College of Physicians, uh, Wisconsin chapter. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Cootey. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Robert. Thank you for being asked to participate in this conference call. Uh, ACP is the largest specialty medical society with over 135,000 members. Uh, the college president is the only spokesman for the college, but I have shared the letter that you're sending to the Commissioner of Insurance with him, and he feels that this is consistent with the college policy. And therefore, we're very happy to support uh, this particular uh, gesture from the Citizen Action of Wisconsin to the um, uh, Commissioner of Insurance. The college has long known that the high deductible policies might save some money here and there, uh, in premiums, but even if you have a uh, even if you have a high uh, health savings account, unless it is sufficiently high to offset the high deductible, which um, is often not, the patients are left with large out-of-pocket expense. Uh, and many, as one of my relatives did, try to avoid seeing a doctor or taking any treatment for a couple of years to save up enough money through her HSA. Uh, for what would be years three and four of the policy. Ultimately, the HSA and Flexman plans come out of one's earnings and limit the patient's willingness to seek care early. 
illness festers and ultimately complications of illness cost a lot more to the patient and the system. Um, we support this um, letter enthusiastically. Um, in coming to this conclusion, we have the benefit of accumulated research uh, that shows that uh, with high deductible plans, patients limit their own access because of fear of cost and inability to pay. Uh, California already has enacted laws to uh, facilitate this. Uh, we don't need new laws in Wisconsin. We just ask the commissioner to instruct insurers to sell low-deductible, uh, low-out-of-pocket plans. I really cannot think of a better way uh, to help people like Carla that the senator mentioned uh, to get better medical care and better access to treatment that they need. Wisconsin is well known for quality of care, but we have also become quite costly, and this is one of the ways in which we can keep the cost down. Thank you for asking me to participate in this meeting. We overwhelmingly and enthusiastically support this. Uh, thank you, Dr. Tudi, and that's the, what you said about this, the relation to this and quality of care, I think, is exceedingly important. Uh, so with that, I want to turn it over to Kevin Kane, our organizing director, who uh, led the research on this report. Thank you, and thanks all of you who uh, joined and, and spoke before this. Um, I, I want to just share a couple of top lines uh, from this report. All of this will be available uh, on our website and in the press release that we'll send out afterwards. The main facts that we want to point out, the main findings of this research was we, for the first time, uh, looked at the average out-of-pocket deductible for not only medical costs, doctor's visits and urgent care and the like, but also for prescription drugs. And insurance companies often have two different deductibles that they make uh, consumers pay before their insurance will pay a dime into helping. So consumers are right now paying thousands per year before the insurance that they're already paying monthly premiums for uh, offer to help. And so what we did is we looked at the state level, but also at the major metro areas of the state to find out what the average consumer in places like uh, Oshkosh, Green Bay, um, Madison, et cetera, uh, would be paying in out-of-pocket costs before their insurance would help. Contrasting that with these low out-of-pocket plans, and again, one of the benefits of them is that they have $0 deductible for doctor's visits, specialist visits, urgent care visits, and for prescription drugs, be they generic, specialty, uh, brand name, et cetera. Um, anywhere they're sold, anywhere in the country they're sold. And so every one of the deductibles that we highlight is the annual cost that consumers are paying right now but would not have to if these plans are both offered and consumers enrolled in them. And so in this report, we have by area of the state how much people would pay out of pocket for prescription drugs as well uh, for doctor visits. But we also have, for the first time, by insurance company. Uh, so we have on this report a list by all the insurance companies that sell on healthcare.gov right now uh, what consumers with those plans are on average paying. Um, so all of that will be available. And there's quite a bit of variation depending on where you live and what plan you choose. So, for example, if uh, you were to choose um, managed health services based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, your uh, your medical deductible would be $5,500 if you did not get any form of a tax credit. Um, whereas somebody who perhaps might have chosen Dean Health Plan in Madison would be paying only $600. So the variation is quite stark, but all this is to say that uh, the, this represents a tremendous cost for consumers in one of the most expensive places on, the, on earth uh, here in Wisconsin. So the main finding is that Wisconsinites, uh, broadly uh, on average, are paying $3,300 and $47 uh, 
uh, per year just in the doctor's visit deductible, the medical deductible, before an insurance company will step in and help. And for the prescription drug one, on average, consumers are paying uh, $1,203 before the insurance company offers, uh, on average, to, to help out at all. And again, if insurance companies offered these low out-of-pocket plans, these standard plans, starting next year, those deductibles would be zero for these consumers. And the research that has been done by national actuarial uh, groups such as Milliman have found that these plans don't really have higher premiums. Um, what they do is they offer consumers the opportunity to get a plan that reduces their cost overall, premiums and deductibles. Uh, and so we're finding that uh, this leads to tremendous savings for the average person, although it varies quite a bit in the state. And depending on who's on the call, I'm, I'm happy to uh, report uh, which region of the state that you might be interested in hearing about. Overall, though, we estimate that um, because more than two-thirds of everyone on healthcare.gov uh, switches their plans in a given year, we believe that if about a quarter of people on healthcare.gov were to switch and choose one of these out-of-pocket plans, which we believe is a very reasonable uh, enrollment expectation, that offering these plans could save well over $200 uh, million dollars in out-of-pocket costs for consumers, medical costs, doctor's visits, and prescription drug costs. And so while this is not public policy, this is something that we believe if insurance companies would introduce by July 22nd represents tremendous savings for the average consumer. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin. And uh, we're ready to open this up for questions, but let me just summarize uh, very quickly that this is something that we're asking Wisconsin health insurance companies to do to adopt low out-of-pocket cost health plans uh, at the end of this month uh, for 2017, which would make health insurance much more affordable uh, to people across the state and save the millions of dollars without raising premiums. I think if that, I think we need further action on cost because we have the second most expensive medical prices in the country in Wisconsin. Uh, but I think this is something we can do in the intermediate time, uh, between legislative sessions. Uh, but if in health insurers do not do this in Wisconsin, because they're doing it in a lot of other states, then I would, I don't want to speak for Senator Larson or other elected officials, but I think there would certainly be a lot of attention to this in the next legislative session if insurance companies won't uh, take this common sense step themselves to try to make healthcare more affordable and health health policy things that uh, consumers can actually use to maintain their health and improve outcomes. So with that, uh, we're open to questions for uh, anyone that was uh, on the call. And Kevin, are there instructions? They have to do anything? Nope. Okay. You shall be unmuted. Hi. Okay, Kevin, uh, Ken Kroll at WXPR in Rhinelander. Uh, what, you mentioned uh, some specifics. Uh, can you talk about what might be happening up in this area? Absolutely. So for the uh, Rhinelander area, we have that the average prescription drug deductible uh, is $1,284 for a resident of Oneida County, uh, and the average deductible that they would have to pay for medical things such as doctor's visits, urgent care visits, and the like uh, is uh, $3,457 on average uh, for someone buying an individual plan on healthcare.gov. And again, this is how much more consumers are spending right now that they would not have to pay if these plans, these low out-of-pocket plans were both offered and people enrolled in them starting next year. Uh, I heard someone else trying to ask a question when Ken asked his question. Hi, this is Shemaine at Public Radio. Um, now, we're only talking about deductibles, not co-pays and other out-of-pocket costs, correct? 
Uh, that's correct. We looked specifically at uh, the deductibles piece. However, in doing the background for this, we did look at uh, co-pays and deductibles. The reason we didn't focus on that as much is because plans offer a whole huge range of, of uh, different options for co-pays or co-insurance. Uh, it makes it a little bit harder to compare apples to apples. However, these out-of-pocket plans, these standardized plans, generally have lower premium, or excuse me, lower uh, co-pays and co-insurance than the average plan nationally, which is a little harder to compare apples to apples uh, here. We did compare for background on this, uh, looking at some of the specialty drugs that consumers would pay, and we found that it would be roughly the uh, similar savings for some of the most expensive cancer drugs, uh, if you include co-insurance and co-pays. But to ease comparison, because this is the very first thing that consumers pay for, uh, we, we compared uh, the deductibles piece. And aren't deductibles already, out-of-pockets already capped under the Affordable Care Act? Yes, uh, there are limits on what the out-of-pocket uh, deductibles are, and especially out-of-pocket maximums. Um, and again, this harkens back to the, the idea that you know plans that have higher deductibles we've heard for many years are supposed to be superior in some fashion, but we know that this is a barrier to consumers getting the needed care. If they're worried about how they're going to pay for the asthma inhaler or whatever it would be, then they may delay actually getting access to it. And so with the federal government urging insurance companies to offer these low out-of-pocket plans, but still making it voluntary, we wanted to make sure that uh, the data was out and made it clear that this is an important thing for insurers to consider. And let me just add a little to um, Jimmy's question. So, yes, there are limits. There are both, there are both the caps on out-of-pocket costs, but there's also, in general, but then there's also subsidies for people who, who, can, who um, qualify for them. But nonetheless, if you look at the report, you can, uh, an average person is paying $1,200 in prescription drug costs before they um, ever get any, any insurance kicks in, and they're paying over 3000 more, uh, up to 3000 for the average plan in deductibles uh, for medical care. And so that's a serious burden in, a, in, a, in an economy where wages are stagnant at best. In fact, average wages have gone down at 14.9% in Wisconsin since the year 2000. So it's a real squeeze. And as Dr. Cootie pointed out, it's causing people to forgo needed medications and needed care. I know you said um, minimum benefits indicated there wasn't much of a cost increase with the premiums, but aren't insurers going to recoup the, the money that they're not getting with high deductibles somehow? Well, that's a great question. So the research, the actuarial research, if you put it out, the Milliman research doesn't show a difference in premiums. There could be a couple reasons for that. Actually, I can, we can think of three. Uh, one is that obviously when people get needed medical care and chronic disease management, it saves them money. Uh, I'm, I apologize. I'm going to mute people because there's a fair amount of background static. So hold on one second. I'm just told I'm going to continue. You know what, go ahead. I'm, uh, there's, there's an issue with multiple people on the line. So, um, so that's one thing, that it actually saves health care costs over time to make sure people get needed medications and, uh, and, and, and get into the doctor when they need to get into the doctor. Uh, second thing is because healthcare.gov is going to put the plans that meet these standards at the top of the search list, these companies will get more enrollment, and therefore that will spread risk more, and it could bring costs down. The third thing is it also could prompt insurers, rather than passing so many costs on to consumers, to actually uh, drive harder bargains with the prescription drug industry, which has very high margins. 
Uh, so those are all possible explanations, Shemaine, because I know it makes sense to think they'll shift the cost, but the research shows in the states that have done this that they don't, that the premiums aren't higher for these kinds of plans. So All attendees uh, are muted, and they unmute themselves by pressing star six. Okay, so Kevin just muted everyone. So, Shemaine, if you had a follow-up, uh, you need to star six. We, can, we can't hear you now, but now the static's gone anyway. Okay, if there are any other questions, Shemaine or, or Ken or any other journalists on the call, uh, you need to uh, do star six if you can ask a question. Okay, I'm not hearing any follow-ups. Uh, just in case someone's unable to, we can also talk to you offline, and we can also make sure if you have any questions for Dr. Cootie or Senator Larson that we can make that happen as well. So I'll give one more moment to see if anyone wants to star six and ask a question or a follow-up question. Okay, well, we'll be happy to talk. If, if for some reason a uh, reporter is not able to ask a question, we will be happy to talk to you offline and provide any information that would be helpful. So thank you again for joining the call. Thank you to Senator Larson, to Dr. Cootie for joining us on this call. Uh, have a great day, everyone. Thank you.